0: Alexander Holtz is him. And also a few other prospects showed out. And what do I think about our prospect pool? We have a lot to talk about in today's episode of Locked on Devils. Buckle up, everybody. You're Locked on Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils. With Trey Matthews. Oh, Steven stepped on, nailed has got the puck, what a shot. The Devils win the Stanley Cup! All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devil's podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer, and also devil's runner for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. Guys, whose time did I say it was? I said it was Alexander Holtz's time. Now, going back a couple episodes ago i said alexander holtz in any opportunity that he is given he needs to show out because the fact of the matter is this just a couple years ago we were saying that alexander holtz was definitely going to be a lock to make the new jersey devils roster in like a year or two once he transferred over from sweden but the fact of the matter is this the new jersey devils have a lot of great prospects and A lot of prospects were able to show out in their brief stints in the NHL. And unfortunately, Alexander Holt struggled in his like nine or so game appearances this past season. So the narrative going into this prospects challenge was basically like, will Alexander Holt show significant improvement to basically put his name back up top? Essentially saying, hey, uh, maybe Alexander Holt is a lot to make the opening night roster for New Jersey Devils. Now, here's the thing about prospects challenge. It, it Obviously... It doesn't count for anything. It's exhibition, and you don't want to read too far into, like, exhibition matches. And uh, I was thinking about doing, like, a whole game recap kind of episode, similar to what I would do for a regular season game. But then I kind of realized something like, you know, this is not really what these young guys are going to see at the NHL. It's sort of a preview, but at the same time, it's still something. Now, digressing a bit, I said going into this game, Alexander Holtz was the top prospect to keep your eye out for because he's going to have to compete with the likes of someone like Fabian Zetterling for the opening night roster spot because the top six for the New Jersey Devils are anything but a lock at this point. So Jack Hughes, Nico Keisher, Jesper Bratt, Yegor Sharon Govich, Dawson Mercer, Andre Palat. So it's basically a foot race to who's going to get those last couple of bottom six positions on the Devils roster. And Alexander Holtz showed out this game against the Montreal Canadiens in the opening game for the Prospects Challenge. Now, go let me give you guys some background information. Alexander Holtz over the summer was training with Jesper Bratt and also his brother Philip Bratt. And Alexander Holtz, he was I, I said it on Twitter. He was built like a locomotive, but he had the finesse of a ballerina. He looked stronger, he had wheels, he had jets and it just looked like Alexander Holtz took a couple steps forward during the course of the offseason. Now, like I said, I don't want to read too far into it, but at the same time, it's something that, that we have to take it to, into uh, consideration because it's just like Alexander Holtz has put in the work over the offseason to try to better his game and put himself in a better position of making the opening night roster. So if you missed the game against Montreal Canadiens, Alexander Holtz was able to tie the game late in the third period before winning it in OT and the Devils came away with the victory against Montreal Canadiens by a score of four to three. So just this whole narrative for Alexander Holtz is just amazing. The fact that he's gotten stronger, he's gotten faster. Even when he wasn't scoring, he still had a lot of great chances. So Ryan Novozinski acknowledged this on Twitter. The Brat Pack acknowledged this on Twitter. A lot of Devils personalities were also acknowledging this, which was even if Holtz wasn't scoring, you knew that he was just hungry. He was yearning for a goal because he had three or so shots, and they didn't find the back of the net, but they were good shot selections, and you just saw the fire. You saw the competitive nature, and that's what I love to see out of someone like Alexander Holtz because – He needs every single game. Um, He needs every single opportunity, whether uh, performing in front of Lindy Ruff, performing in front of Tom Fitzgerald, performing in front of the fans, performing in front of the scouts, the media personalities, whatever the case might be, Alexander Holtz needs to show out every single opportunity he is on the rink, whether that's practice, whether it's in the prospects challenge, whether it's um, during preseason, training camp, whatever the case might be. This was Alexander Holtz's time to shine and he took full advantage of it. So um, even if he was missing, if they weren't like bad shots or anything. They just didn't find the back of the net, and that happened. So according to Alexander Holtz, he said, I wanted that overtime winner. It's nice to get the puck in the net. The first, I didn't get exactly what I wanted, but the second one went top corner. I felt good about that one. So I'm just so happy for Alexander Holtz, and, He's proving me right, which was don't count out Alexander Holtz. Don't include him in trade discussions. Alexander Holtz is the real deal. This kid is a sniper. And I want everyone, if you were putting Alexander Holtz in your hypothetical silly season trade discussions, shame on you. Because this kid is going to be special. And my buddy, the Brad Pack, maybe he was overstepping it a little bit. He said uh, a, a line combination of Jack Hughes, Jesper Bratt, And Alexander Holtz, that would be really good or fun to see. I'm just like, okay, yes, Alexander Holtz, like I said, he had a good showing in Prospects Challenge, but there's still a long way to go. You still got to complete a few other games in this challenge. You still got to do preseason. You still got to do training camp. And like I said, he's going to be competing with Fabian Zetterlin for that final roster spot. So while Alexander Holtz has gotten off to a good start, I don't want him to push back. Now you got to go forward. Now you set the bar and you got to keep on going. So the pressure is added even more onto Alexander Holtz's shoulders because now he really needs to show out because there's no room for excuses. but I liked what I saw from Alexander Holtz just you know being this big guy just getting faster, be, becoming smarter because one of the issues as to why Dawson Mercer was uh, my pick to make the opening Night roster over Alexander Holtz last season, was just because when I saw Dawson Mercer during preseason, I said he was making hockey moves that were just wise beyond his years. Like, he was making high hockey IQ plays. And while Alexander Holtz, you know, had similar stats to him, there there was just some things you just couldn't teach. And it was just you either got it or you don't. So I think Alexander Holtz took the criticism. I think he saw what Dawson Mercer did during the course of last year's uh, preseason, and he was just like, you know what? I don't want that to happen to me again, so I'm going to do whatever it takes to show out and just show everyone that I belong. So I love seeing that from Alexander Holtz because you need some other things to help you stick out. So, you know, your body is one thing, your performance is one thing, and your IQ of the game is also another factor. So I think Alexander Holtz, in this, and especially since the fact he took over, like he put the game into his hands because – He tied the game, and then he won the game in OT. So that shows me he is ready to lead, or maybe not on the New Jersey Devils roster, but he has potential to become a good leader. And I love to see that from someone like Alexander Holtz because that's what's going to make him stand out from someone like Fabian Zetterlin. I know you guys are probably getting a little tired of me comparing Fabian Zetterlin and Alexander Holtz, but the fact of the matter is is it's facts, which is, Alexander Holtz is essentially competing with Fabian Zeller, maybe Jesper Boquist, and maybe someone else for that final roster spot. And you need to take every game as a blessing. Like You need to take every preseason opportunity to just show what you're capable of doing. And what I saw from Alexander Holtz was just someone who was willing to take over, someone who was willing to grab... Uh, this game by the range and just say, "I am taking control. This is my game, and you're not going to take that away from me." I love his attitude. I love the fiery nature he put out there because he was, uh, as Cam Jansen would say, and, and part of my language, he was balls out, going hundred miles per hour. So once again, I apologize for my language, but that's the that that's true. And and Cam Jansen, when he appeared on my show, and how he described his own game. That, that's the first thing that came to mind, which was Alexander Holtz was good from start to finish, and he showed it. And I'm, I'm just so happy for Alexander Holtz, and I really hope he's able to maintain this going forward. Now, let's we'll talk about a few other prospects that were able to show out during the Prospects Challenge. But before I do, I want to bring you guys the first and only live read this morning, and comes from our friends at Online. So BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week's games. Bell Online is your continued source for all your sport wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, NASCAR, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bell where the game starts. Please remember to gamble responsibly and visit our friends at Lockdown Bets for all your betting needs there as well. Okay, so this was a great team effort from the New Jersey Devils. Now, I know I was giving a lot of credit towards Alexander Holtz, but you know, I, I gotta give credit to uh, a, a few other players as well, because it wasn't just the Alexander Holtz show. Like another prospect that I've been high on like the past year or so was Riley Walsh. And guess what? Riley Walsh was able to make it a one to nothing game when he was able to open up the scoring. Uh, in this matchup and here's the thing about Riley Walsh as well I consider him like a bubble player but if you forget what a bubble player is in my definition it's someone like who could make the team but more likely than not won't just someone who's almost there but not quite ready so Riley Walsh was able to score and you know even though I know he won't make the opening night roster just because we're stacked at the defense position I think Riley Walsh if given a chance to work alongside with someone like Lindy Ruff, I think he could be like his Harvard university teammate, Adam Fox, quite honestly, maybe not like a, you know, a spitting image, but something similar in that regard. So I'm glad that Riley Walsh was also able to um, show out for the New Jersey Devils and just, you know, have that overall um, determination. And speaking of determination, let's talk about Nikita Ohotuk, shall we? So uh, according to the game story, they said that Ahotuk knows his role on the team, and he filled that role against the Canadiens, supplying a physical and intimidating presence. He threw a hefty check into Owen Beck at the boards, and most importantly, he showed leadership and camaraderie by coming to the defense of teammates and defensive partner Nemesh. So uh, coming to the defense of Nemish and just willing to fight uh, someone, I must say I'm really proud of Nikita Ahotuk because this is a guy who – what, didn't he fight Tom Fitzgerald's son while in the AHL? So, you know, Nikita Ohotuk does not take any prisoners under any stretch of the imagination. So I'm really glad that Nikita Ohotuk was, you know, able to do that. And, um, you know, it goes back to what I said about Alexander Holtz, which is Nikita Ohotuk, even though I I don't think he's going to make the opening night roster for New Jersey Devils, I I think he might be, you know, uh, once again, like a fringe player. But... I'm just glad that he's picking up right where he left off towards the end of the year. Because the thing about Nikita Ohotuk is that he actually had a pretty decent showing while uh, suiting up in five games for a New Jersey Devils because he was able to net two points. He had one goal and one assist. And um, he only spent two minutes in the penalty box. But it goes back to what I said about Fabian Zerlund. Because remember what I said about Fabian? I want him to be an enforcer. And I feel like Nikita Ohotuk can also be that enforcer as well because... You know, he he's a big guy, he's a big defenseman, and he's just a guy who you know doesn't take any prisoners. As I like to describe a hockey player on air, he likes to take the lunch money up people and just beat the they beat the you know what out of them. So I think uh, Nikita Ohotuk, he definitely has potential to be like a very solid defenseman for New Jersey Devils. And the fact that these young guys are already showing leadership qualities it should really um, you know, just shine a light of where the New Jersey Devils are going in terms of their overall development. So the, the fact that we saw good production from a good number of prospects, I'm really excited to see wh- where the New Jersey Devils go in terms of their overall development. So Alexander Holtz showing great leadership skills. Nikita Ohotuk showing great leadership skills. Riley Walsh, you know, similar to Alexander Holtz, has to capitalize on every opportunity that is presented to him because he is not the favorite, to make the opening night roster, even though I know he's not going to, but still he's not going to take any night for granted. He's going to do whatever it takes to make sure that uh, he helps his team win the game. And I love seeing that. So I get that prospects challenge and, you know, preseason training camp, whatever the case might be, we can't read too far into it, but we can read at least a little bit into it just so that, um, you know, we have a good preview as to what this player could potentially do for a New Jersey devil. So, um, and I just want to talk about the comeback win for New Jersey Devils and the fact that Alexander Holtz was able to tie them win in OT already talked about that. But is it safe to say that I think a lot of Devils fans are actually excited because these are our prospects showing out right now. Imagine if like, you know, once we get the whole band back together in a few weeks, and then we start preseason because remember, our first preseason game, I believe will come on September 26. So 10 days from now, at the time it's recording. We're going to be playing the Montreal Canadiens again. So we get the whole band back together. I'm actually really excited to see that. And I'm, I'm actually looking forward to the opening night um, actual regular season for New Jersey Devils. Because I think, you know, uh, the young guys are starting to develop a little bit better. We're starting to have a little bit more of sense of direction and a plan. And the fact that we brought so many uh, veteran pieces to our roster I think the New Jersey Devils are certainly uh, forming something pretty intriguing out in Newark. So if, if our prospects are performing this well, if they're already showing leadership skills, this should be easy for our veteran players to guide them and lead them to the promised land. Now, we're a ways away from that. But still, it's just something to take into consideration. And the fact that, um, you know, the New Jersey Devils, we're going to be better this year. Now, do we become a wild card team? Don't really know. But at the same time, it's just like you can't deny and say that our young players are finally blossoming right before our eyes and we have something special and no one's really talking about it. So I I, mean, I loved what I saw from Prospect Camp from all of these young guys. I really hope that, um, you know, we're heading into the right direction and we're going to talk a little bit about Akira Schmidt, shall we? Because he recorded the game's best saves according to the game story and my thing about Akira Schmidt is like, you know, we were all hard on him and rightfully so because let's face it, when he was in between the pipes for a New Jersey Devils this season, he was just not really good and people were writing him off. They were saying he's a terrible goalie, yada, yada, yada. he His overall record was like, um well, what was it? It was like 0-4, goals against average of 4.83 and save percentage of 833. I was like, hang on a minute. Yes, he didn't have a good stint in the NHL, but he's still relatively young and That's the thing. Like, I don't want to throw any of our young guys into the fire right away, especially now that we have some of these veteran pieces. So I'm really glad that Akira Schmidt is starting to show improvement as well because he was really good for Utica last year, but no one really talks about that because they only talk about what he was able to do at the NHL level. He had no business of being at the NHL level. Same with Nico Dawes. So um, I, I just want everyone to know that in regards to our young players and, um, you know, where are they going to go in terms of overall development? I don't really know, but I like the direction that they're heading in. I'll I'll tell you that much. Now, here's something that I want everybody to take into consideration. So I love our prospects. I love the development. And, you know, I've been raving on and on and on this episode about how good they are. But unfortunately, here's the tough part not every prospect is going to be given a chance to shine with the New Jersey Devils, especially with some of our already established players taking off already. So some players that come to mind are Jack Hughes and Nico Kiescher. And then obviously, Jesper Bratt. you got to take into consideration that Yegor Sharon Govich could take a few steps forward. Dawson Mercer seems to have solidified himself a role. And then you got some other veterans like Andre Palat. So it really puts us into a... Really difficult situation right here because, you know, the one thing I talk about is, like, you know, how's the defense going to work because Simone Metz and um, Luke Hughes are are primed to uh, be be on a line together come next season. So, you know, we've been hearing the rumors saying who's going to be out the door first. I predict that it's going to be Damon Severson. If they can't get rid of Damon Severson or whatever the case might be, then it might be Ryan Graves. But uh, that's a discussion for another time. So, basically, the point I'm trying to make is that I love our prospects, I love our overall development, but not everyone is going to be given a chance to succeed. So you do need to so here's one thing that I want to at least entertain and I'm not saying I'm on board with it, but I'm just saying like let's consider this a possibility. So what were we trying to do during the course of the offseason? We were trying to swing for the fences. We tried, you know, going after players like Kevin Fiala, Alex DeBrinkart, Johnny Goodrow in free agency. Matthew Kachuk was available via trade, so it was just like, what are the New Jersey Devils going to do? And I always said we have the prospects, we have our first-round draft pick in next year's draft. Don't think Tom Fitzgerald was too serious about trading the second overall pick unless it was for Matthew Kachuk, wherever the case might be. So the one thing I want everyone to take into consideration is simply this: like, what if the New Jersey Devils? What if we're like still a fringe playoff team? What if we're somewhat consistent and come the trade deadline? We want to pursue after someone who can actually take our organization to the next level. Someone who is established in the NHL, someone who maybe is a multi-time all-star, someone who is still relatively young, but has a lot of upside to grow and develop. And I'm not talking about a prospect. So what should we do? Well, with all, with how good these prospects are, maybe the New Jersey Devils should consider using some of these young prospects in, um, as trade pawns. And, like I said, I, I'm not saying that's a first option. I'm not trying to say that at all. I'm not trying to say, let's get rid of our prospects, let's gut our organization, and let's go after another big-name player. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, like, entertain the fact that maybe we could, you know, go for someone, uh, you know, who's a big-name player in the NHL, come to trade deadline or whatever the case might be. Maybe we can obtain their services, and, you know, maybe it's a team that's looking to rebuild, and maybe it's a team that's looking to reload, so – we throw in a couple of prospects and just sit and you know, see where it goes from there. Because I really want to see someone like Riley Walsh succeed, but when is he going to be given his opportunity to shine? I want to see Nikita Ohotuk succeed, but when is he going to be given his opportunity to shine? So And, and it goes back to what I've been saying about Alexander Holtz, which is like the reason why he didn't do so well in my eyes is just because we didn't really give him a sizable role to succeed. So it's like um, I predict that we're going to do so this year, especially with how much better he's gotten, the fact that he was training with Jesper Bratt over the summer. But it's just like, you know, after Alexander Holtz, like, wh- like wh- what about Nolan Foote? Like is he going to be given a chance to like put up some solid production for a New Jersey Devils because, you know, it's just like wh- what room do we have? And, yes, you can never have too much depth. And I'm glad that we have – more options of prospects and things of that nature. But I'm just saying, like, you know, it it just got me thinking. It was just a random thought to my head. I'm just like, maybe we should at least, like, entertain the facts. But I'm not saying that's the top option. I'm not saying that's the best option. Just putting that out there and just putting it into your head. So let me know what you guys think. Should the New Jersey Devils, like, uh, keep every single prospect they have and just maybe try to mix and match and try to see, like, where it goes? Should we at least consider a few prospects up for trade consideration and use them as pawns? And if so, which prospects come to mind? And also, what did you think about Prospect Camp? What did you think about Alexander to hear your guys' thoughts. So leave a comment down below on YouTube. If you're listening on a podcast streaming service, make sure you follow me on my social media page. My personal one is at 4 and also the show's Twitter page at LockedOnDevils. Trying to get to 1,000 subscribers, we kind of hit a wall a little bit. So... Help me out a little bit. But as for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you. So thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.